Hello, Internet. This is Ewan Spence and the SC Insight Calling. Never give up, never surrender, never sleep. Embrace the adventure, and you too can make it through San Remo. Coming up this week are hoped for hosts, surprising splits, and some cryptic clues. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, Alora. Welcome once more to the world of the Eurovision Song Contest. Myself, Ewan Spence, and the team at ESE Insight, www.escinsight.com, and supporters, patreon.com slash Insight, taking you through the last seven days in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest. Although with their travels to the semi-final draws, it's actually closer to eight to nine days. But, you know, last week, this week, let's go with that. Yes, because it has been busy. It's a lot of national finals, so we got a lot of results. Not much news in between because there's this great big pace of rehearse, 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 live show, rehearse, live show, tick-tock, 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 uh, all the way through that. But we do have some big news from the contest itself. But before then, a quick reminder of your dates. It is the semi-finals on the 7th and the 9th of May. It's grand final on Saturday, the 11th of May. It's in Malmo, which is near Copenhagen. Fly into there. The hotels are cheaper. The flights are more numerous. Pop yourself across the Orison Bridge and you'll get yourself to the arena. It's the first big train stop after the bridge. Yes, our hosts have been confirmed. Swedish broadcaster SVT, along with EB, you have confirmed that Malmo 2024, and to the delight, uh, has to be said, of the Eurovision community, Petromed will be returning. Having hosted in Malmo in 2013 and in Stockholm in 2016, it's third time for the Swedish compare safe pair of hands. Likes to have some fun on the stage. Joining her will be actress and Malin Ackerman, who's had various bits and pieces, but the one that caught my eye, of course, was she was in Watchmen 15 years ago, and that is a quite a deep cut uh, in the world of comics. But anyway, <laughs> all that to look forward to. Uh, Mead's third hosting here of the contest, not the record. Um, it's a record for the 21st century, so you can put that flag in it. But all told in the Eurovision history, you have Katie Boyle uh, for hostings there to go. So uh, Maid would need Sweden to win once more. And host again, which of course we give Sweden the ultimate record of uh, winning Eurovision, which would give her a chance to equal the record of, okay, deep breath here, Katarina, Irene, Elena, Maria, Boyle, the Lady Saunders, Ni Imperiali, Deli Principality, Franca Villa, better known as Katie. All right, then what else do we have? Uh, well, we did have the semi-final allocation draw, but we did talk a lot about that in our previous podcast with Ben Robertson and myself on the ground in Malmo. So scroll back one in the podcast feed to have a listen to that one. Uh, and it's not just about the semi-final draws, but we managed to capture a number of interviews. Some of those you're going to hear over the next three or four weeks uh, on ESC Inside. But actually, in that podcast, we spoke to Eurovision contest producer Christopher Bjorkman, the Eurovision executive 
executive producer Ebba Adielsen and the Metro Mayor of the Liverpool City region, Steve Rotherham. So obviously looking back at Liverpool, handing over advice to Malmo and Liverpool is not done with the Eurovision Song Contest just yet because, and I can't remember this happening before, they have announced Malmo on the Mersey. Well, obviously... The entire event Malmo and the Mersey hasn't been done before. But what we have is the previous whole city putting on a number of events for the next city. So you're going to have a screening party and live performances in the main museum. You're going to have Camp and Furnace where the Euro Club was opening up the Euro Club again. The Culture Centre at St George's again is opening up. So Eurovision is being welcomed back in. So if you're in that metro region and you're not making it out to Malmo, go back to Liverpool Lots happening there. Uh, details, uh, best place to start is going to be exhibitioncentreliverpool.com. We'll put a link to that back on our website as well. And now time for the results, the selections, the names that are going, and the names that are still in with a chance. First of all, an internal selection, arguably, with the end of the talent show Next Star. Israeli broadcaster Khan has selected Eden Golan as his entrance to the Eurovision Song Contest. The song is to follow. But there were many, many broadcasts over the last week, and some of those have were just like hates and stuff, uh, but many of them actually gave us the song and the artist we could get the players built up. So let's go through those first of all, starting with Malta. Fun one here, because the semi-final started back in November, and it's taken them some time to get to, to their grand final. But we do have our result, and it's Sera Bonici with the song Loop. It's your high-energy dance routine pop from the Mediterranean, which you see quite a few times at the song contest. This is already a competitive field uh, in this genre, so I get the feeling that one of these is going to stand out, whether it's Malta, we're just going to have to see how everything pans out. Sarah won the jury vote second in the tally vote there. 12 ran. Up in Norway, following a request to rewrite the lyrics of the thousand-year-old folktale that had been incorporated into their song, Oveham, Gauti won through Norway's MGP to win the ticket to the song contest. They were second with the international jury behind community favourite Kaino, but absolutely stormed the televote, which gave them enough points to overhaul uh, the trio of Alexandra, Fred and Tom and take that ticket. Notably here, Norwegian broadcaster NRK had moved to a 60-40 split. So 60% of the final score was the televote, 40% was the jury, rather than the traditional 50-50. There's been a lot of discussion about whether Eurovision itself should stay at 50-50. So now we have an example of 60-40 in the selection and curiously if it had been 50 50 kaino would have had the ticket but as it's 60 40 it goes to gauti so there's a lot of discussion here we've contributed some of that back at the website ben robertson looks at the impact of why 60 40 why 50 50 0 0 all of that www.escinsight.com nine ran Fun and games, as always, in Spain with our national final this week. Two semi-finals and a grand final on the Mediterranean coast. Nebulosa and San Pedro tied after the jury vote at Benidorm Fest, which meant, and this is quite unusual, it has to be said, the public vote would decide the winner. <laughs> Straight from the tiebreak situation, 
Thankfully, there wasn't a time break again with the public vote. I'm sure there would have been a rule for that. But Nebulosa's powerful song, Zora, uh, all about reclaiming derogatory and demeaning labels and embracing your true self, is going to Malmo. Interesting one here, uh, because the Zora can mean many things in Spanish. We're going to see it translated quite a lot as fixing, but uh, there are far more vulgar, more derogatory terms uh, in here. And the song is literally about reclaiming that to be something that is powerful and positive for a person to find themselves and help define themselves rather than let anybody else do it. It's really, really strong theme coming through there. And it's really nice to know that the EBU have confirmed that the title is not going to need to change. The lyrics are going to be okay for a family broadcast in May. Uh, semi-final one was on the Tuesday, eight ran. Semi-final two was on the Thursday, eight ran. And the grand final was on the Saturday, eight ran. And if you want more on Benidorm Fest, Ellie Chalkley was there and her thoughts on the whole experience. A little postcard from Benidorm, as she puts it, can be found back on our website. Technical issues in Ukraine with the DIA app. This was used for the televote, uh, which meant that the expected announcement of Ukraine's entry to Eurovision on the Saturday night after the show was delayed 24 hours. Uh, also, the voting window was extended out there as well to compensate. After that, winning the televote, second with the jury, uh, with the pre-contest favourites, Aliona Aliona and Jerry Heil, singing Teresa and Maria, they will fly the flag for Ukraine in Sweden. 11 ran. Uh, I'm going to say four heats here, but we're only going to report on three of them uh, because San Remo is ongoing as we record this. So let's regroup back here next week when we can pick through the 25-hour long variety spectacular show that showcases Italy and part of it is the national selection. So uh, Latvia, uh, we have 10 qualifiers from Supernova semi-final. The name to watch here, as we said before, is Don's. He's come close before. And some of the graphics who were flying past suggested 30% of the tally vote was going towards Don. We don't have the numbers confirmed on that yet. He did come close, as I said, 10 years before, but just missed out on the delightfully whimsical cake to bake. Uh, So he's probably quite wary of the quirky The Cats song uh, from Katrina Gabalo uh, that is in Supernova this year. So let's just watch that one very carefully. 15 ran. Lithuania, semi-final four. Two more qualifiers here. First through, of course, is you get your jury winner. In this case, it's Monica Marie, a familiar name in the national selection here. Then you get the tally vote to choose the second name going through, and it's the public decision to send the Popera group Il Senso with... 350% more televotes than the act that was in second place. I think that goes down as a comprehensive televote win. Eight ran. And heat one in Melody Festival with Sweden's selection taking a new format here. Uh, This year it's six songs per heat over five heats, not seven songs per heat over four heats. So in essence, we get two more songs. But we don't get that sort of second chance semi-final show that you got in show five. Instead, you get a sort of repechage runoff round at the end of heat five. And that will lead straight into the grand final, giving us six weeks in total. 
As always, two get to go direct to the final. Uh, heat one was smashed into pieces and Lisa Ajax. Uh, the Repichon's performers in third and fourth place will be Eliza Lindstrom and Adam Woods. And we say goodbye to the bottom two there, which is Melinda Borglo and Samir and Victor. Although that duet, <laughs> Samir and Victor, it's not a duet. It's, it's, it's a group of two. Um, the problem for me was they just stood on stage the entire time as Victor and Samir. And if you have not learned the lessons from Anton Deck, then yeah, you're not even going to get to the Repichage round. <laughs> Two other bits of news outside of the competitive results. As I said, most people are focusing on the rehearsing or the broadcasting. Now, first up in Norway, uh, confirmation that the preview show Adressa Malmo will be returning. This is a song preview show. People sit down, score the songs, they find a winner. It's been running since 1973. So it's one of those institution things that you... That's longer than I've been alive. <laughs> anyway, uh, for the record, uh, over the last five years, they've picked the winner... Once it was Modiskin, so the batting one for five. But as always with these shows, it's about previewing and discussing the songs. A handful of people do not represent the entirety of Europe, just as jukebox jury we have here. It's more about the discussion than the final result. To the United Kingdom now, and a nice little two step that I'm quite enjoying here in terms from a PR purpose. Um, a special BBC weather broadcast saw weather presenter Carol Kirkwood stand aside to let Eurovision singer for the United Kingdom Ollie Alexander stand in front of the map and deliver a bundle of cryptic clues, some numbers, some logos, and a script that was very carefully picked over by the community. Much as we all very carefully looked over that initial image uh, when it came out as well, trying to work out if there was any hidden meaning. Well, it took 24 hours for us to work out that all those spinning logos meant Dizzy. Dizzy was confirmed as the name of the song and we also got a 20 second snippet. This is some smart PR gameplay here by the way. It's It sounds like they've released the bridge going into the last verse chorus pairing. So it's not a huge amount to go on. Bridges tend to strip away a lot of the music uh, and just sort of take a breath, we're going to punch it up again. So it's, you can't really decide what's going on with the song but you can see that there's a good bit of PR game being played here. Is it as high as the Sam Ryder levels? I'm not quite sure, but we will keep an eye on that over the next few weeks and months. Right then, just a quick recap on what you've missed in the last week over on ESC Insight. Well, you have our big podcast from Malmo, where myself and Ben Robertson not only discussed the draw, but spoke to some of the people that have been driving the song contest, both into Malmo with uh, Eurovision contest producer Christy Bjorkman and Eurovision executive producer Ebba Adilson, and also who is driving it away from Liverpool, into Liverpool and away from Liverpool, and now back to Liverpool with a big event as well. Uh, Metro Mayor of Liverpool City, Region Steve. Rotherham, one podcast back uh, in our feed. Uh, we've had um, Ellie Chokley talk about what it was like to be at the Benidorm Fest and in the audience, Ben Robertson uh, discussing not just that 60-40 diary split, uh, but also the changes to Melody Festival because it's now six in the heat rather than seven, it means that there's one point less awarded. What impact does that have on the statistics and what does that mean for someone's chance of going through to their second chance repechage, getting through to the final or 
or even winning. All of that back at the website. We also have Phil Lurie uh, and a look at gentrification and the Eurovision Song Contest as well. As costs continue to rise as the sponsors become ever more luxurious in their brands, what does this mean for the Eurovision community? All that back at the website. Do link, like, love, share, subscribe uh, and follow the website. Link, like, share, subscribe on the podcast. You can leave a review for us as well. That really helps people find us in all the search engines as we get closer. Uh, you know the pre-parties, we've talked about them before. You've got some in Barcelona, some in Madrid, some in London, some in Amsterdam, and some in Stockholm and some in Copenhagen. All of that is bouncing around. But for now, deep in national final season, Super Saturday, lots to watch on Saturday night. San Remo, if you're listening to this online uh, as we publish, it's still going on right now. Whole bundle of stuff. What do we have coming up for you this weekend? Just to uh, tighten that down. Well, as we said, San Remo running through to Fitz finish on Saturday, the 10th of February. You've also got the finals in Finland and in Latvia. They will definitely choose a song for the song contest. Lithuania's fifth semi-final and Sweden's second semi-final are happening this Saturday, the 10th of February as well. I'll just flag up Friday, the 16th of February as well. That will be Germany's selection. So you've got time to plan that one coming up there as well. For now, thanks very much, as always, for listening. Everything about the song contest can sometimes be overwhelming. There's a huge number of discussions. We'd just like to summarise it here for you on the podcast. Uh, we write more about it in depth at the website. Wherever you are out there, do stay safe to all our friends who we know, all our friends we still to meet, especially we love you, we are thinking about you. Definitely be safe. Everybody be kind to each other. I'll play the guitars, and we'll catch you in the next podcast. Ta-ra for now. This week's EAC Insight News podcast was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team at ESC Insight. Find out more at www.escinsight.com and support us patreon.com slash ESC Insight.